Good morning, wonderful folks. Welcome back to the Iron Crypto Man podcast show. It's your host, Pat. If you're stopping by for the first time or if you're a new investor, feel free to click that referral link under the description of this episode, where if you sign up today with Webull and deposit just one dollar, you can receive up to 12 free fractional shares, folks. All right. Those 12 fractional shares can be valued up to thirty thousand dollars. So definitely take advantage of that opportunity while it still lasts. Go and get yourself some free stocks and most importantly, go and get yourself some free money. Also, make sure to go check out my website, VintageOrigins.com, where I just draw some exclusive hoodies, crewnecks, T-shirts, backpacks, sweatpants, and I even have onesies for the toddlers. All right. Big shout out to all the toddlers out there. Right. You guys are our future leaders, our future innovators, and it is our job as parents to develop our youth into becoming angel investors. All right. And with that being said today, folks, in this episode, we're going to be going over live stock market prices. We're also going to be discussing how there is another interest rate hike from the Federal Reserve that will happen tomorrow and hear how it will affect you as an investor or a borrower. And last but not least, we'll be going over my stock pick of the day. So if you have your notepads out, pins out, you already know what time it is. Buckle up your seatbelts and let's prepare to educate ourselves. All right. So first up, we have the S&P 500. <clears throat> we are currently trading at $3,870.33, down today by $1.65. Next, we have the Dow Jones. The Dow Jones is currently trading at $32,664.51, down today by $156.65. Next up, we have the NASDAQ. The NASDAQ is currently trading at $10,937.59, down today by $51.05. Next up, we have our commodities. We have crude oil currently trading at $88.19, up today by $1.66. Next, we have gold. Gold is currently trading at $1,646.90, up today in the green as well by $6.20. And last but not least, folks, we have silver. Silver is currently trading at $19.50, up today by $0.38. Cent. So overall, what I'm seeing in the stock market today, right, is pretty much red all across the indexes with the exception of our commodities being in the green. So more than likely, if you were to check your portfolios today, you may be down a little bit. However, don't be discouraged, right? Because the way how I look at it as an intelligent investor, right? While these blue chip companies are down in price, this is just a great opportunity to do your dollar cost averaging. So with that being said, folks, let's go ahead and get into some article I have for you guys. And that is going to be another interest rate rake <clears throat> from the Federal Reserve. And it's on the way. And here's how it may affect you as an investor or a borrower. So this week, the Federal Reserve will likely raise rates for the sixth consecutive time to combat inflation, which is still running at its fastest pace in nearly 40 years. All right. So how many of you guys know the interest rate 40 years ago back in the 80s? All right. For those who don't know, it was as high as 18.6 percent. All right. The only difference between now and in the 80s is now in 2022, we have high interest rates and we also have high inflation compared to the 80s where it was 
high interest rates, but inflation was not as high back then. So the cent- the U.S. Central Bank has already hiked its benchmark short term rate three percentage points since March, including three straight 0.75 percentage points increases ahead of its upcoming policy meeting. So what does a rate hike mean to you? The federal funds rate, which is set by the central bank, is the interest rate at which banks borrow and lend to one another overnight. Although that's not the rate consumers pay, the Fed moves still affects the rate consumers see every day. From your credit card and your car loan to mortgage rates, student debt and savings. Here's a breakdown of some of the major ways rate increases can impact you as an investor or a borrower. So the first way is going to be a mortgage. Although 15-year and 30-year mortgage rates are fixed and tied to treasury yields and the economy, anyone shopping for a new home has lost considerable purchasing power, partially because of inflation and the Fed's policy moves. Along with the Fed's vow to stay tough on inflation, the average interest rate on the 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is now near 7% according to the latest data from the Mortgage Bankers Association. All right, so... Me personally, right, you know, I live in the green state of Washington, right? And I can tell you guys, you know, if you were to move to Seattle, right, the average home right now, 2022, is roughly $800,000, all right? More than likely, you're not going to find anything out here less than that. So with that being said, if the average house is $800,000, right, just imagine paying that mortgage with a 7% interest rate, you know, me personally, I would have to say there's only 1% of the population that can afford a home right now. So, you know, as of right now, I'm not personally in the housing market to buy a house currently, right? I'm going to wait until hopefully there is a correction. And if not a correction, right, you know, we may even see a crash in the housing market in the next, you know, uh, two to five years. So until there's a a correction or crash, I will not be on the market to be purchasing a house. So anyways, let me go ahead and continue on reading here. So as a result, demands have completely fallen off the table. Affordability was strained already from the surge in home prices. When you layer on top of that, this never before seen price in mortgage rates, it compounds the problem. All right. Next, we have credit cards. Since most credit cards have a variable rate, there's a direct connection to the Fed's benchmark. As a federal funds rate raises, the prime rate does as well, and credit card rates will follow suit. Annual percentage rates are closing in at 19%, on average up from 16.3% at the beginning of the year. So, to put this in the proper perspective, let's just say, I don't know, you want to purchase a PlayStation 5, you know, that's $600. And I don't know, you didn't save up any money. So you want to use your credit card, right? So that $600 PlayStation 5 now turns into a $700 PlayStation 5 based on interest rates. All right. So this is definitely not the time to be piling up debt with your credit card, guys. Okay. You know, I'm not telling you guys what to do, but this is more so my advice, right? I'm not a financial advisor. I'm just a brother here giving you all statistical information and daily news so you all can make the best economic decision during this so-called recession. 
All right. Next up, folks, we have auto loans. All right. Uh, even though auto loans are fixed, payments are getting bigger because the prices for all cars is rising along with the interest rates on a new loan. Let me read that again. Even though auto loans are fixed, payments are getting bigger because the price of all cars is rising along with the interest rates on new loans. So what that's telling you is right in 2022, we have seen a huge spike in the price of cars due to inflation. And we've also seen a huge spike in interest rates. So that just tells you this is not the season to be buying a car right now. If you are in the market to be selling a car, this would probably be the best time to do such. So let me go ahead and continue on reading here. Car loan rates are the highest in the past 11 years. The average interest rate on a five year new car loan is currently 5.63% up from 3.86% at the beginning of the year and could surpass 6% with the Fed's next move. Still, it's not the interest rate, but the sticker price of the vehicle that's causing an affordability crunch. It is the 45,000 or $50,000 that people are borrowing and that is the major problem. All right, next, folks, we have student loans. All right, and before I get into this, I want to go ahead and give my take on this. So for those who don't know, right, definitely uh, make sure to go back to the Iron Crypto Man podcast uh, episode last week where I actually talked about how Joe Biden is going to temporarily place a ban on student loan forgiveness. All right, so that doesn't mean that you still can't apply for it, right? They're just having a ban on issuing out the ten thousand dollars up to twenty thousand dollar forgiveness loans to students who apply for it. And also starting January of 2023 next year, the government will resume student loan debt. So take that into consideration. Right. As interest rates are rising. Right. Whenever they resume those payments, more than likely you will have to pay more money. And with that being said, let me go ahead and continue on reading here. The interest rate on federal student loans taken out from the year 2022 through 2023 academic year already rose to 4.99% up from 3.73% last year and 2.75% in the year 2020 through 21. It won't budge until next summer. Congress sets the rate for federal loans federal student loans each May for the upcoming academic year based on the 10-year treasury rate. That new rate goes in effect in July. Private student loans tend to have a variable rate tied to the LIBOR, prime or treasury bills rate, and that means that as the Fed raises rates, those borrowers are also paying more in interest rate. All right, next we have your savings account, all right? On the upside, the interest rates on some saving accounts are also higher after consecutive rate hikes. When the Fed has no direct influence on deposit rates, they tend to be correlated to changes in the target federal funds rate and the savings account rates at some of the largest retail banks, which have been near rock bottom during the most of the COVID pandemic and currently up to 0.21% on average. So let me reread that. All right. So for most savings accounts, right, the interest rate that you would occur is only 0.21% on average. All right. So let me put this in a proper perspective. All right. On a annual basis, the the dollar loses about 7% of its value. 
every single year. Right. So it's not really beneficial to keep all of your money in a savings account. Right. Unless you're trying to build up your emergency savings account. Right. But keeping your money in a savings account, folks, that's not how you're going to build generational wealth. All right. You have to put that money into paper assets or real estate. Right. And here on the Iron Crypto Man podcast show, we emphasize more on paper assets such as your stocks and your cryptocurrency. Right. So it's. You're going to have a better chance of building generational wealth by putting your money in the stock market and, you know, having the Warren Buffett approach and just letting it sit for the long term. Right. Meaning five to 10 plus years. So as these blue chip companies continue to go down in price, like I've already mentioned at the beginning of this episode, this is literally the greatest time to do your dollar cost average, because I'm telling you, folks, during this recession, up until the next bull cycle is going to be the largest transfer of wealth that we have seen in history. All right. So pretty much that's all I have for you guys on that article. Right. Just to reiterate, you know, be prepared for an interest rate hike tomorrow from the feds with Jerome Powell. Right. And, you know, some of the ways that it can affect you as an investor or a borrower. Right. It can affect you if you plan on purchasing a house anytime soon. Right. <clears throat> you know, we have uh Mortgage rates, uh, interest rates up to nearly 7%. So it's definitely going to cost you more money to get out to take out that mortgage loan, right? It's also going to affect those who use credit cards, right? This is definitely not the season to be uh, making uh, extreme purchases with the credit card, right? We have the annual interest rate uh, average up to about 19%, right? You know, before these interest rate hikes, uh, you know, the average credit card interest rate was about 16%. Now we're at 19%. So definitely not the time to be using your credit card. You know, if you don't have the money for it, just simply don't buy it. All right. Also auto loans, right? You know, if you're in the market to buy a car this year, I would probably say wait, right? Because we have, you know, uh, the average interest rate for a car loan is up to about 6%. Okay. Also student loans. All right. Um, you know, uh, starting next year, January, 2023, the government will resume collecting student loan debt. All right. And not only are they going to resume student loan debt, they're also going to resume it with a higher interest rate uh, of about 5%. Also, on the upside, right, your savings account. Okay, so that is the one good thing that comes with high interest rates. So if you're keeping your money in your savings account while you're trying to build an emergency fund savings, this is a great time to do such because you're going to be getting about 21, I'm sorry, 0.21% of interest collected on that, which really isn't much. You're pretty much gaining much more of that when you're putting your money in the stock market. On average, if you leave your mar- your money in the stock market, you're going to get about a 10% gain every year as to compare to a 0.21% keeping your money in a savings account. All right, folks. And last but not least, we're going to be going over my stock pick of the day, which is going to be Amazon. As of today, November 1st, 7.56 a.m., Amazon is currently trading at $99.18, down today by $3.24. All right. And as a friendly reminder, if you guys have not seen 
are have not listened to uh, season one of the Iron Crypto Man podcast show, I most definitely did announce Amazon doing their 10 to one stock split. And prior to their stock split, Amazon was trading well over a thousand dollars. So, folks, right now you all can get Amazon less than a hundred dollars. All right. Most of us can spend a hundred dollars in two days just going out to eat. Right. What value does that food have that you spent over a hundred dollars versus, you know, putting that hundred dollars into a stock that can appreciate in value over time? Right. So just something to think about. Right. Uh, This is definitely a great stock to add to your watch list. Right. And if you don't have one hundred dollars to throw into Amazon, you can always do your dollar cost averaging. Right. So you can always do, you know, let's say if your budget is, I don't know, fifty dollars a month. Right. You can do twenty dollars every two weeks and just throw that into Amazon. And more than likely, if you're thinking long term, your money will appreciate in time. So that's all I have for you guys in this episode. Right. Thank you all for listening. I hope you all were able to learn something and I will be hearing from you guys tomorrow. Peace.